Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecovis store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. So how do you cook wild turkey? On today's episode, we're going to look at the basics that can make the difference between delicious and disaster. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the New Hunter's Guide, the podcast helping new hunters get started and helping active hunters learn new things. I'm your host, George Kanidis, and today we're going to be talking about cooking wild turkey. Now, I think wild turkey is absolutely delicious. Uh, It is a delicacy. It is to be desired. Uh, There's more to it even than flavor. There is a a satisfaction component because of the difficulty and the thrill of the hunt. But I think it is a phenomenal game bird and a culinary delight. Now, a lot of people think otherwise. And their experience has taught them otherwise. And I've talked about, you know, we've done episodes in the past on... Um, do people like the taste of game and why? And we've covered those things in depth. So, you know, go back, look at those episodes. Um, there's some really good stuff there about why people like game or why they don't like game and what you can do to change that, uh, so forth and so on. Um, a lot of good stuff there. So I'm not going to dump in, jump in all that on this episode. But when it comes to turkey, what I've seen in my own education experience is that people that don't like wild turkey as a, as a food dish it's because they're trying to cook it like chicken people don't like venison because they try to cook it like beef and people don't like wild turkey because they try to cook it like chicken and it's it's just foolish it's just folly is what it is Venison's not beef. You cannot cook it the same way. If you cook it the same way, you will not get the same results. It's gonna, it's not gonna work well. Same thing with turkey. You no, know, you're, you're like, why do you, why are you saying turkey versus chicken? The reason is people don't cook turkey to begin with. 
People don't cook turkey from the store. When was the last time you went and bought um, uh, boneless turkey breast and cooked that? Or the last time you went and bought turkey drumsticks from your grocery store and cooked those? You haven't. People don't do, I mean, one in a hundred people do that. I mean, I have, I don't think I have ever bought boneless turkey breast from the store. I've bought, you know, maybe seasoned and marinated turkey tenderloins. I've bought maybe a couple turkey drumsticks over the course of my life. People, when they think turkey, they're thinking of a Thanksgiving turkey. They're thinking of a whole bird that was roasted in the oven for two, three, four, five, six hours or something like that or fried or whatever. That's what they're thinking of. They don't have any paradigm. They have no concept, no experience of cutting up a turkey and getting some turkey breast and turkey legs and throwing those on the grill or whatever. They, 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 they're treating wild turkey like they treat chicken. And it doesn't work. And even store-bought turkey doesn't work great if you treat it like chicken. You can get away with a little more because those birds are going to be a little more tender, but at the same time, it's still not the best way to go about it. So what do you do with wild turkey? What's the difference? What's, what's going on here? Now, first of all, a lot of people are big on roasting the whole bird. They want to keep the skin on. They want to roast the whole bird. Hey, if you want to do it, great. Personally, my recommendation for new hunters because of the difficulty and complexity, both in terms of cleaning and field dressing and preparing and cooking, I do not recommend that at all. You know, you can work up to that point, great, but I recommend you quarter that bird and you cook it for as individual meals. You, you pull out a quarter and cut that and cook that into meals. I do not recommend you try to keep a whole bird, plucking the bird, not nah, just skin it quarter it and you're done easy but then how do you cook that all right so wild turkey is gonna be less tender than store-bought turkey why because store-bought turkeys are raised like most store-bought chickens they're just sitting in a feeding trough or they have a limited area that they can walk around in a field uh, for part of the day they're mostly stationary birds that don't get a lot of exercise Whereas wild turkeys are climbing mountains, they are flying. Uh, domesticated turkeys typically do not fly. They do not get any exercise in that area. And wild turkeys are going to be leaner. They're going to be a little less tender. But they're not going to be less flavorful. And they can be just as tender or more if you cook them right. However, they're going to be usually a little drier. So if you go ahead and you try to cook a whole bird just like you would a store-bought turkey, it's usually not going to come out the same way. You need to make changes and adjustments in your methodology because you're just going to dry that bird out. Most people mess it up. Now, you can. there's ways to do it, but most people mess it up because they're not treating it like what it is. So what do you do? Well, you've got different parts of the bird. So you've got the breast. Typically, what I like to do is just breast out the bird, you know, just take a nice sharp boning knife and just cut out the breasts and the tenderloins into just big boneless fillets. So then what do you do with that? Well, you've got options. Now, people like to just throw that on the grill like they would grill chicken. 
you can't you can't just be as flippant as that if you're going to grill it. You can marinate it, absolutely. Whatever your favorite marinade is, some seasoning, olive oil, salt, pepper, garlic, chipotle, what, whatever you like to do. You want to marinate it in, um, you know, a thousand island dressing and sherry, great. There's lots of options. Tons of things you could do. Just Google marinades for turkey breast. You know, get ideas. There's lots of things. That's go- That's all well and good, but when you go to cook it, when you actually cook it, you need to be cautious because most people, they overcook their chicken and chicken is relatively forgiving. Turkey is not. Wild turkey, rather, is not very forgiving. So if you overcook a breast on the grill, it's going to become dry and I'm not going to say tough. It doesn't like toughen up that much. I mean, I guess every bird is different. But you're just going to end up with something that is dry. So you need to cook that bird until it's done and no more. Get you a meat thermometer. You know, 165 degrees internal temperature in the thickest part. You don't want 175, you want 165. You cook chicken to 175, great. Doesn't really matter, no one cares. You cook turkey an extra 10 degrees, uh, you, you're borderlining ruining it. So you need to be careful. Now, turkey breasts are larger than chicken breasts. So I would not throw a whole breast on the grill. Wouldn't recommend it. Because by the time the middle cooks, the outside is just going to be cinders and ashes. So I would fillet that breast out, possibly even tenderize it. I, I think that's the best way to do it myself. Fillet it in half, split that breast. If it's a big enough bird, you might need to cut that breast and, and just turn it into three. And I don't mean cut it in the strips. I mean cut it, you know, that bird, that breast is thick. Go right down the middle to make it thinner. Or if it's big enough, cut it into three. And by that point, you should be at a similar thickness to chicken breast. And I'd recommend even then tenderize it. Get a mallet. Tenderize it down. Not just to add tenderness. Sure, that helps. It'll get a little more tender. But to make it flatter. Because flattening it out is going to help it cook more evenly and quicker. And then you can you can sear it real quick on a grill on both sides. You have to cook it through, right? You can't undercook it. It's poultry. You, you do not want it undercooked. You've got to cook it through. But when it's cooked through, you want it to be done, right? Or if you are going to bread it and, you know, do... Uh, chicken fried steak, turkey style, whatever, in a skillet with some oil, whatever you want to do. I would recommend take that breast, thin it out, make, slice it, make it into a couple different breasts, tenderize it down, and then cook it quickly. This is not something you throw in the grill, throw in a pan, and then walk away. You are right there with a meat thermometer the whole time, checking it, looking at it, making sure you don't overdo it, and then serve it quickly. It's great to have a sauce. Uh, If you are frying it, definitely make a gravy. Definitely make a sauce. Um, You know, something that I've done recently is I had some pheasants that somebody gave me, late season pheasants, and I cut those up, sliced them up, and uh, I didn't even have time to marinate them. So I just cut them up, tenderized them, chopped them up, threw them into a pan 
with uh, salt, pepper, maybe a little bit of paprika, uh, some butter, garlic. Just I sauteed that up in the pan, took them out of the pan, and then I took a whole can of cranberry sauce, like Thanksgiving cranberry sauce. Put that can of cranberry sauce in there. I added some Merlot, um, I think some oregano, tomato, basil, a little salt and pepper. And then I just stirred that. Eventually, the, the jelly, the gelatin cranberry sauce broke down under the heat. Mixed it in there with the wine. Saw it just, just, just worked that on the stove for a couple minutes until it, it was just sort of simmering. Threw the meat back in. Stirred it up. I tossed in a handful of dried cranberries. And, uh, you know, you could use a white wine too, of course. And then serve that over pasta. Man, was it good killer dynamite uh, by the Merlot cranberry pheasant. And I thought, wow, this would be even better with wild turkey. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, MidwayUSA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. I mean, just absolutely, you know, and you could just do the sauce. You could grill it, and then you could just do a sauce like that and pour that over top, and, uh, you know, you'd be, you're talking like, you know, Michelin star Thanksgiving dinner, okay? So... There's lots of different things, but you got to think outside the box. A nice little sauce is good if you're with turkey breast because it tends to be a little drier, especially if you overcook it, but you need to treat it differently. Thin, small, don't overcook, season it. Now, here's the thing. People like to over-season venison because they say it has a strong taste. Well, venison's not beef. It's not supposed to taste like beef. People are trying to get it to taste like beef. So they try to over-season it to get it to the point where uh, the seasoning overpowers the differences between the, the beef flavor and the venison flavor. In my opinion, that's, that's not necessary. It, you've got venison. You want it to taste like venison. But because it is a stronger meat, you can add a lot to it. You can go overboard. You can do all sorts of flavor things with it, and it works. You, that's not necessary for wild turkey. The flavor is excellent. But if you want to add to it, you can. All right, so that's what I would do with the turkey breast. Now you've got the legs. A lot of people leave the legs on the bird. They just take the breasts and go. They just leave the legs on the bird, which I think is absolutely ridiculous, outrageous, irresponsible, inconceivable and downright folly from a culinary standpoint do not ever leave the legs on a bird are you out of your mind that is half of the meat 
That is half of the animal. That is half of the experience. Don't do it. Take those legs. People say, oh, well, they're tough and chewy. It's because you're an idiot. That's why they're tough and chewy. Because you're an idiot. And you don't know how to cook it. And you're trying to cook turkey legs and thighs like you would cook chicken legs and thighs. They're not the same bird. Especially wild turkey versus store-bought chicken. You know, you're trying to cook those two the same way is like trying to cook cereal like you would a steak. It just doesn't make any sense. Don't try it. No, you, you need to treat it differently. So there's different options on what you can do with legs and thighs. Um, people like to smoke them sometimes. I've done that. Flavor's really good. It is a little tough to eat. It is a little chewy. It's not... Here's what people get wrong. It's not that the meat is that much chewier. It's that you have all this connective tissue because those birds walk a lot. They cover. You got all this this gristly tendons, ligaments, connective tissue. So it just takes effort to eat it. It takes time. And more time than chicken wings. You just There's just work involved. But the flavor is phenomenal. So if you're, if you're game with doing the work, smoking turkey legs can be phenomenal. But because they're drier, you can't smoke them long enough to get them tender. Um, they're just gonna they'll just shrivel up on you. So what you have to do is you gotta think a little differently. You can smoke them for flavor, but you can't smoke them till they're tender like you would a beef brisket or something like that. So you have to think it differently. A great way to handle it is to braise the legs. Take them, put them in a um, you know roasting pan that is filled halfway or that half submerges the leg, I should say, in chicken broth, olive oil, mixture, something like that. You want you want some fat in there. You could use olive oil, you could use butter. Um, and then you need liquid in there for moisture. So I, you don't, you're not crock potting it or you're not doing a pot roast, you're, you're braising. So you can do it, I mean, you don't fill it more than, than cover half of the meat. In fact, you can even get away with less. But put it in there, and then you cook it low and slow. Low and slow. Literally until it starts to, to just come apart. That's what you want. You just cook it till it starts to come apart. And that low and slow process, just the same way you might cook, you know, um, you know, deer shank or lamb shank, which are tough cuts of meat, the toughest cut on the animal. Low and slow. Low and slow with a moist cooking method. So do it in a roasting pan. You could do it in a crock pot. You could put it, uh, you can do it on the stove top if you've got a deep pan with a lid. You're not cooking hot, you're not cooking high. You're just, just enough to simmer that liquid. And okay, you may want to, you know, flip the meat over if you really want to every couple hours, but you don't have to, it's not necessary. But low and slow to the point where it just, it just comes apart with a fork. And then you sit, you serve that, and yeah, you're still gonna have to pull a, you're gonna have to pull it apart, but it's gonna be kind of like pulled pork, and phenomenal. I mean, people, I know a lot of people that cook it like that, and then they'll pull it all apart, and then they'll use that for soups or for sandwiches or whatever. I like to just eat it, take it out of the oven and just eat it. Delicious, phenomenal. Leave that on the bird. You're crazy. But if you just take a turkey drumstick 
and you hit that with salt and pepper and throw it on the grill like you would a chicken leg, it's going to be a disaster. You're going to be like, this is stupid. I'm never doing this again. As And you would be right. You should never do that again because it's going to be a disaster. It will not be delicious. You have to cook it differently. You have to think about it differently. Now, if you want to roast in the oven, what I recommend, to be honest with you, take the legs off the bird, roast the the upper part of the bird with the breasts. Roast that half and cook the legs separately. Because what will happen is the legs will overcook by the time that the, the top half of the bird is ready. And you can do this on a, on a store-bought turkey as well, but there's a much better balance on store-bought turkeys. Because they walk so little, their legs are a lot bigger and fattier. Whereas turkey le- wild turkey legs are going to be leaner and they're going to be um, just more used. So I recommend take the legs off the bird and then roast the top. And you can roast the legs separately. Again, I would roast them in liquid with uh, you know half covered but you roast them till they're done till they're pull apart tender as opposed to waiting for the breast to be done um, and then you know you don't want to cook them dry with the rest of the with the breasts I recommend you separate it cook them cook the bird in two halves you can even cook it for the same meal just start the you just you're just doing different things different cooking methods you have to have a wet cooking method for the legs if you want them to be tender and pull apart delicious but even if you smoke them or something like that, they will be delicious. They just won't be tender. If you're wor- if you're willing to do the work, then great. Uh, another option is you could smoke them for a little bit and then throw them in uh, a roasting pan or vice versa. You could put them in a roasting pan until they're just about pull apart tender. And then you can take them out of there and throw them on the smoker and finish them Uh, with heavy smoke for the last hour and just get that flavor in there. So there's a lot of different ways you can go about this. Um, But it is a phenomenal bird. It is delicious. Now you could take you could take breast meat, you could cube it up, you could saute it, you could cut it into strips. You can do all sorts of things with it. Um, It really is good. But what people do is they just cook it like it's a different animal. And that just won't work. Same thing with deer. Same thing with pretty much any game bird uh, or any game animal. You can't just cook it in most cases just like you would a different animal or a store-bought animal. So you, you have to be aware of the nuance if you want to end up with something that, that really brings out the best of the bird. And I think wild turkey is is one of those things where the flavor profile is better than that of a store-bought bird you know store-bought turkeys are just blah they're just blah they're just bland and blah and most people just cook them bland and blah they just put them in the oven and cook them and they come out and they taste like nothing and if you don't have cranberry sauce or something it's just blah and personally, I'm against cooking store-bought turkeys that way. Um, I just I just don't think it's worth it. It's just blah. But wild turkey, you've got more flavor. You have more taste. You can do more with it. You can... Uh, not, that you know, not to say you can do more with it. You can do just as much with a store-bought turkey. People just don't. 
because they have their one way of cooking it and that's all that they do. But you got to think outside the box. You got to think bigger. You got to think, okay, what are what are the characteristics of this meat and what can I do to bring out the best in it? Uh, how do I play to its strengths as opposed to treating it like it's something else and and bring out all of its weaknesses? So that is the number one thing to think about when you're cooking anything. You don't need to be a chef. You don't need to be classically trained. But you just need to think in terms of, okay, what are the qualities of this? And then what are the ways that I'm comfortable cooking? You know, what something I like to do is I'll just, if I have an idea or a thought, I'll just Google recipes. I'll just like, just look for a bunch of different recipes. Like when I made that, that, uh... Uh, the cranberry merlot pheasant. I I didn't find that recipe, but I started looking for pheasant recipes. I started looking for cranberry pheasant recipes. I looked for other kinds of pheasant recipes, and I didn't find anything that I wanted. But I saw different ways other people were cooking it, and then I thought, okay, I saw different things that would work, different different approaches that would yield good results. And then I took that knowledge, adjusted it to what I wanted to do, and then made it my way. And I think that is a phenomenal way to go about it. But you need to get your head in the game in terms of how do I cook this particular cut of meat. Um, and you just need to think differently about it. You know, you could, you could smoke the turkey breasts. You could cure them. You could slice them up and use them for sandwiches, cut them real thin. You, you end up with something that's amazing. There's just so many different things you can do, but you just have to think differently than what you're used to thinking and used to doing. So I hope that's helpful for you guys. Head to the website, newhuntersguide.com. Check out the show notes. Leave some feedback. Email me. Send me a comment, question, some feedback. Um things you might want to see an episode about in the future, topics, whatever it is. Love to hear from you. And until next time, God bless you guys and go get them in the woods. wild game in wild places tune in to hunt stand presents saturdays at 8 30 p.m eastern waypoint tv the destination for outdoor entertainment i'm will cooper host of hunt stands make your mark podcast for even more content be sure to watch the original films from hunt stand presents on the waypoint tv channel every tuesday at 10 p.m eastern visit waypointtv.com to learn more